0: Testing 1, 2, 3, this is Radio Free Mormon, on the air, broadcasting behind enemy lines. Tonight's episode, Jen Camp loses her anti-stalking petition against John DeLynn. Today's date is March 8th, 2023, it is now 7 o'clock in the morning on the West Coast, I have just received word that Judge Coral Sanchez, the judge who presided over the hearing yesterday on March 7, 2023 in downtown Salt Lake City in 3rd District Court, has issued her ruling complete with findings of fact and conclusions of law regarding the four-hour hearing that was held yesterday in her courtroom, where Jen Camp, former employee at Open Stories Foundation, was requesting the court to issue an anti-stalking order against John DeLynn. I have just now received a copy of that order which is public record and i'm going to read it for you right now okay here we go in the third judicial district state of utah in and for salt lake county jennifer ruth camp petitioner versus john delin respondent order in case number 230901037, judge coral sanchez pending before the court is jennifer ruth camp's ex parte civil temporary stalking injunction Against John DeLin. By the way, ex parte just simply means that she got the temporary order a few weeks ago with only herself showing up and only presenting her side of the evidence. The other party, John DeLin, was not present. That's what ex parte means. So, once again, pending before the court is Jennifer Ruth Camp's ex parte civil temporary stalking injunction against John DeLin. The court has reviewed all of the pleadings and has considered the admitted evidence and arguments of the parties at an evidentiary hearing held on March 7, 2023 at 9 o'clock a.m. related to an ex-parte temporary civil stalking injunction issued on February 14, 2023. For the reasons stated below, the ex-parte temporary civil stalking injunction is hereby revoked. Findings of fact 1. Jennifer Ruth Camp, the petitioner, and by the way, where it says petitioner, I'll probably just say Jen Camp, and where it says respondent, I'll probably just say John Delin throughout in order to keep it as clear as possible. Jennifer Ruth Camp began employment as the director of operations at the Open Stories Foundation, OSF, on February 6, 2022. John DeLynn, the respondent, is the registered agent of OFS and a member of the Open Stories Foundation Board of Directors, also called The Board. OSF, Open Stories Foundation, conducted a popular podcast called Mormon Stories. Respondent John DeLynn is the host of the podcast and has a large following. Typically, John DeLynn hosted the podcasts. Each podcast typically had the participation of a co-host to aid John DeLynn conducting the podcast. The co-host varied from podcast to podcast. Initially, Jen Camp's job duties were limited to picking up mail and performing miscellaneous office work. Later, Jen Camp learned how to do payroll and that became one of her job duties. A few months after Jen Camp started her employment with OSF, Jen Camp began co-hosting podcasts with John Delin. Jen Camp was one of several co-hosts. Some of the podcasts were live and others were recorded to be aired at a future date. Jen Camp enjoyed participating in podcasts and was doing a good job in her podcast co-hosting role. Approximately in June or July, that would be of 2022, Jen Camp participated in a podcast with host Christine Burton. The podcast was recorded. The podcast was focused on child sexual abuse. In the podcast, Jen Camp told the host that she had personal stories about abuse. Jen Camp believed that the podcast was not supposed to be broadcast. The podcast was later broadcast. Approximately in June or July, Jen Camp and John Dolan agreed to have Jen Camp conduct her own podcast with a group of guests. The podcast was recorded. The podcast had a total of four women participating and was focused on female body autonomy. During the podcast, Jen Camp shared the details of sexual abuse they experienced as children. The other podcast participants also shared the details of traumatic events of abuse they experienced. Yes, I know that doesn't flow exactly right, but that is the language of the order. John Delin did not listen to the entire podcast as it was being recorded but periodically checked in to make sure that there were no technical issues with the recording. Jen Camp asserts that she never intended the podcast to be aired and only used it as a practice podcast. However, a week after Petitioner recorded the podcast focused on female body autonomy, Jen Camp sent John DeLynn a text that included the podcast on female body autonomy in a list of recorded podcasts that she suggested should air. Additionally, it is unlikely that a group of participants would gather together in a podcast setting and that John DeLynn or Jen Camp would be concerned about any technical issues with the podcast if the podcast was a practice session that would never air. Hmm, Good point, Judge. Prior to August 10, 2022, Jen Camp and John DeLynn agreed to have a special series of podcasts where Jen Camp would discuss details of the sexual abuse she suffered as a child. Jen Camp and John DeLynn planned to approach the subject in a series of four podcasts. On August 10, 2022, Jen Camp, John DeLynn, and another male hosted a live podcast about sexual abuse involving the LDS Church and the Boy Scouts of America. The podcast was also recorded. During the podcast, John DeLynn made a statement to the effect of, I know this is a topic that is important to you when discussing child sexual abuse. Jen Camp was bothered by this and felt outed. After the podcast ended, Jen Camp expressed her discomfort to John DeLynn. John DeLynn offered to edit out the part of the recording discussing Jen Camp's child's sexual abuse, but Jen Camp said no. On August 22nd and 23rd, 2022, Jen Camp did a podcast where she disclosed the details of the child's sexual abuse she suffered. John DeLynn was the host, and John DeLynn's wife was the co-host. The podcast was broken up into four separate podcasts, and all were recorded. Jen Camp was allowed to take 2 days off after the podcast. Jen Camp opted to take 1 day off and work from home the second day, which was August 25th, 2022. On August 25th, 2022, Jen Camp was working from home. John DeLynn contacted Jen Camp to inform her that he needed to meet with her at the office. Jen Camp was upset that she had to go into the office and rearrange her day. When she and John Delin met, Jen Camp and John Delin got into an argument. On August 25, 2022, Jen Camp texted Clint Martin and Carrie Whitbeck, both members of the board. Jen Camp expressed her concerns about John Delin asking her to come into the office on a day she was scheduled to work from home. Mr. Martin and Ms. Whitbeck organized a meeting for August 30, 2022 to address Jen Camp's concerns. Jen Camp, John DeLynn, Mr. Martin, and Ms. Whitbeck attended the August thirtieth, twenty twenty two meeting. The meeting was held virtually and recorded. Jen Camp spoke for sixty to seventy percent of the duration of the meeting. During the meeting, John DeLynn brought up concerns about Jen Camp's poor job performance and Jen Camp's use of private information that she had access to in order to support a salary increase for herself. During the August thirtieth, twenty twenty two meeting. Jen Camp asserted that she felt threatened and scared during the August 25, 2022 meeting. Oops, it says 2023 here. I think that's another typo. But once again, Jen Camp asserted that she felt threatened and scared during the August twenty fifth meeting because John Dillon yelled at her and was threatening her. Jen Camp told Ms. Whitbeck and Mr. Martin that John Dillon was aggressive, kept standing up and made threatening gestures. Jen Camp also told Ms. Whitbeck and Mr. Martin that she loves working with John, quote-unquote, and that she and John DeLynn make a great team. After the August thirtieth, 2022 meeting, Mr. Martin and Ms. Whitbeck were concerned by Jen Camp's allegations and pulled a video from a camera that captured the August twenty-fifth, 2022 meeting between John DeLynn and Jen Camp. In reviewing the video footage, Mr. Martin did not observe John DeLynn engage in any threatening behavior. On the contrary, Mr. Martin observed that Jen Camp yelled and engaged in insubordination. Mr. Martin noted that John DeLynn remained calm in light of Jen Camp's behavior toward John DeLynn. After observing the video, Mr. Martin felt that Jen Camp misrepresented to him what occurred at the August 25th meeting. In reviewing the video, Ms. Whitbeck did not observe John Dolin act aggressively toward Jen Camp. Ms. Whitbeck concluded that the video footage contradicted Jen Camp's allegations and felt that Jen Camp misled her. On August 31, 2022, when Jen Camp was still employed by OSF, John Dolin texted Jen Camp. In his text to Jen Camp, John Dolin requested to have a conversation with Jen Camp. Before the board made a decision about Gen Camp's employment, Gen Camp did not respond to John DeLynn's text. On September 2, 2022, the board terminated Gen Camp's employment with OSF. On September 10, 2022, John DeLynn sent a video to Gen Camp via text and email. The contents of the text message and email are identical and both contain the same video attachment. In his email and text message, John DeLynn expressed his desire to reconcile with Jen Camp. The video contains a lengthy message from John DeLynn to Jen Camp where he expresses his wish to reconcile with Jen Camp. On September 11, 2022, Jen Camp sent John DeLynn and the board a message asking that John DeLynn and members of the board stop all communications with Jen Camp. After receiving Jen Camp's September 11th, 2022 request to stop all communications, John Delin stopped all contact with Jen Camp. On January 17th, 2023, Jen Camp filed a lawsuit against John Delin and members of the board. On February 7th, 2023, John Delin filed a lawsuit against Jen Camp. On February 12th, 2023, Jen Camp, who now has her own podcast, broadcasted a live recording on her Instagram account. During the broadcast, Gen Camp noticed that John DeLynn logged on. John DeLynn, who was attempting to collect evidence for his lawsuit, logged off as soon as he realized that the video was live and not a recording. On February 14, 2023, approximately four people at Gen Camp's place of employment received an email that contained a video of the August 30th board meeting and a copy of of the complaint in John Delin's lawsuit. There is no evidence that John Delin was directly or indirectly involved in sending the email to Jen Camp's workplace. On February 14, 2023, Jen Camp applied for a temporary civil stalking injunction and the injunction was granted. On February 17, 2023, John Delin filed a request for a hearing to address the temporary civil stalking injunction. Since her employment was terminated at OSF, Jen Camp has publicly discussed the August 25th, 2022 meeting with the board. Again, I think the order has the date wrong. It was August 30th of 2022 that the board meeting was held. The August 25th meeting was just between John Dolan and Jen Camp and her pending lawsuit numerous times on different podcasts and social media channels. Since her employment was terminated at OSF, Jen Camp has publicly discussed on various social media platforms allegations against John DeLynn involving claims of sexual harassment involving other females that Jen Camp has no personal knowledge of. No evidence was presented that John DeLynn directed a third party to contact Jen Camp or discuss matters related to Jen Camp. Specifically, there is no evidence that John DeLynn directed or influenced Radio Free Mormon to discuss any matters related to gin Camp. There is no evidence that John DeLynn was the person who leaked the recording of the August 25th, 2022 meeting. There is no evidence that John DeLynn was the person who leaked the recording of the August 25th, 2022 meeting. I think that may be another typo by the judge. I think she means the August 30th board meeting. There is also, going on, there is no evidence that John DeLynn provided the recording of the August 25th, again I think that should be the August 30th, board meeting, to Mormon Discussions, Inc., or that John DeLynn directed them to broadcast the recording on February 9th, 2022. Yes, it is definitely the, the board meeting that's being referred to here from August 30th, not August 25th. The link to the video is part of a complaint a readily accessible public court document, which was filed on February 7th, 2023. So in other words, it was filed two days before it was put up at Mormon Discussions, Inc. Conclusions of law. So those are the findings of fact that the judges made. Now the conclusions of law based upon those findings of fact. Since John DeLynn requested a hearing in writing within 10 days of being served with the ex parte civil stalking injunction, the burden is on the petitioner, Jen Camp, to show by a preponderance of the evidence that stalking of Gen Camp by John DeLin occurred. The standard that the court must apply is an individualized objective standard. The burden is on Gen Camp to show by a preponderance of the evidence that John DeLin engaged in a course of conduct that would cause a reasonable person in Gen Camp's circumstances to suffer emotional distress. In applying this individualized objective standard, it is helpful to look at the factors identified in Baird v. Baird. The court finds the following. Prior to August 25, 2022, respondent and petitioner, i.e. John and Jen, enjoyed a healthy work relationship. There was no history of abuse between Jen Camp and John Delin. Jen Camp and John Delin enjoyed a mutually beneficial relationship. John Dalen benefited from Jen Camp co-hosting podcasts with him because they were popular with OSF's audience, and Jen Camp gained experience and was encouraged by John Delin to pursue a goal of hosting podcasts individually. At the August 30th, 2022 board meeting, okay, now the date's correct, at the August 30th, 2022 board meeting, Jen Camp described to the board that she and John Delin were a great team and that she loved working with John Delin Jen Camp was understandably sensitive about the trauma she endured as a child, although it was insensitive of John DeLynn to disclose that Jen Camp was a victim of child sexual abuse during the August 10, 2022 podcast. John DeLynn did not disclose the information in an effort to exploit Jen Camp's vulnerability. Jen Camp had already agreed to do a multi-part podcast with John DeLynn detailing her child's sexual abuse and had already recorded a podcast where she insinuated that she was a victim of child sexual abuse. In reviewing footage of the podcast, the court finds that John DeLynn was attempting to promote the upcoming podcast about Jen Camp's child sexual abuse rather than exploiting Jen Camp's vulnerability about her experience as a victim of that sexual abuse. The alleged stalking occurred via electronic communication. None of the alleged stalking occurred physically near Jen Camp's home or her children. The court finds that the text messages John DeLynn sent prior to her termination on September 2, 2022, were work-related and geared towards improving the work relationship between John DeLynn and... And Jen Camp. Jen Camp did not present evidence that directly or indirectly ties John DeLynn with any statements or publications made by Radio Free Mormon or Mormon Discussions Inc. Therefore, these statements or publications are not relevant to the court's determination of whether John DeLynn engaged in a course of conduct pursuant to certain sections of the code. In other words, a course of conduct that would qualify under the law as stalking behavior. Gen Camp did not present evidence that directly or indirectly ties John DeLynn to the email sent to Jen Camp's place of employment on February 14, 2023. Therefore, the email is not relevant to the court's determination of whether John DeLynn engaged in a course of conduct. The almost identical but separate text and email messages and video attachment that John DeLynn sent Jen Camp on September 10th constitute a course of conduct as defined by the statute. Utah's stalking statute defines course of conduct as two or more acts directed at or toward a specific individual, including acts in which the actor communicates to or about an individual directly by any action, method, device, or means. By communication directly with Gen Camp twice via an electronic device, John Delin's conduct falls within the parameters of the course of conduct definition. However, To violate this section, an actor must intentionally or knowingly engage in a course of conduct directed at a specific individual and the actor must know or should know that the course of conduct would cause a reasonable person to fear for the individual's own safety or the safety of a third individual or to suffer other emotional distress." Gen Camp has not met her burden of demonstrating that the messages John DeLynn sent her would have caused a reasonable person in Camp's circumstances to fear for the individual's own safety or the safety of a third individual or to suffer other emotional distress. In the messages, John DeLynn expressed his desire to reconcile with Gen Camp. There were no implicit or explicit threats, no strong language used, no blackmail or no verbiage used that would cause a reasonable person in Jen Camp's circumstances to fear for her safety. Less than three weeks before, Jen Camp publicly expressed that she loved working with John Delin and that she and John Delin were a great team. Jen Camp asserts that receiving the electronic communications in light of John Delin's past behavior towards her caused her to fear for her safety and caused her emotional distress. Although Jen Camp alleges that John Delin was abusive when she met with him on August 25, 2022, Mr. Martin's and Ms. Whitbeck's testimony contradicts those allegations. Other than Jen Camp's allegations involving John delin's behavior on August 25, 2022, which the court gives little to no weight because of credible, conflicting testimony, no other evidence was presented that supports by a preponderance of the evidence that John DeLynn's conduct towards Gen Camp would cause a reasonable person in Gen Camp's circumstances to fear for her safety or cause Gen Camp to experience significant mental or psychological suffering. In reviewing evidence regarding John DeLynn's appearance on Gen Camp's Instagram Live video, the court finds that John DeLynn believed that he was about to watch a video published by Gen Camp in an attempt to collect evidence for his pending lawsuit. When John DeLynn realized that the video was live, John Delin quickly logged off. Prior to this incident in February 2023, John Delin had not contacted Petitioner since September 11, 2022, when Jen Camp requested that John Delin stop all communications with her. Even if this evidence is considered as part of the course of conduct involving the September 10, 2022 electronic messages John Delin sent Jen Camp, the court finds that John DeLin's course of conduct would not cause a reasonable person in Gen Camp's circumstances to suffer significant mental or psychological suffering. It is clear that since OSF terminated Gen Camp's employment, John DeLin's supporters have publicly aired details of the deterioration of John DeLin's relationship with Jen Camp. However, no evidence has been presented that John DeLin directed or took any actions to encourage his supporters to engage in such conduct. Because Gen Camp did not meet her burden of demonstrating that stalking of Gen Camp by John DeLin has occurred, the temporary civil stalking injunction issued on February 14, 2023, is hereby revoked. This is the order of the court and no further writing is necessary to effectuate this decision. So ordered the 7th day of March 2023 signed the Honorable Coral Sanchez 3rd District Court. That is the end of the 13-page findings of fact and conclusions of law issued by Judge Coral Sanchez. We will see what the next step is by the parties. Whatever that step is, I will be here to report it to you. Well, that's about all for tonight. Until next time, this is Radio Free Mormon, signing off the air.